Sports fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellbird Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Whit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Right off the top today, about 3.05, a couple of minutes away, we're going to have Jaden Nunn on, who's just been on an absolute tear for the Bears. And um, and there's a lot to get into with him, especially with the U of H uh, in town and, and uh, preparing for that, uh, the number two team in the country. And we usually have Cam Stewart. I got Aaron Sexton, as always. Cam has been covering the Baylor's uh, media availability and um, wanted to be over there to visit with Scott and kind of get some good pregame nuggets. And then as we speak, he's hustling back over to be on the show. So he is, uh, I generally would call him out for being late, but he has an excused tardy on this one. And I think that is, uh, I think it's just fine. Good to see him over there. Want to see what Scott had to say about this team that they're going to play. And um, it's going to be, you know, 11 a.m. tomorrow, packed house, lots of excitement about this game. And this is a league where you can't, you can't go, oh, man, you know, we lost the game. We feel bad. No, you got to bounce back. And you got to bounce back in a, in a big way. And uh, and then of course they'll have to turn around and go to TCU. So, but a but a chance here on a two game swing to get it to ten and five. And I, I still think if you could do that, you you got you could at least have a peak at trying to tie for a conference title. I think that could be that could be a, a excellent thing. So we'll get Jaden on here in a second. And uh, be excited to uh, to do that. Uh oh, Aaron, we're getting we're getting a report from Cam. Traffic on 35. Who knew? Who knew? How about we take one of those back roads? Get over there on Franklin, race down Franklin, take New Road over to Bagby. Boom, you're at our place. But um, we'll get him back in here. Uh, Jaden Nunn now joining the Matt Mosley show and. Uh, Jaden, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's been a it's been a little while, but uh, man, congratulations! You've been playing so great. Uh, you've been on a tear lately, and I'm very excited for you. So, uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you for having me too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's fun to have you. Um, boy, I tell you, the only player of the week. Um, newcomer of the week apparently that's all i don't think that's ever been done in the big 12 Jaden, is there uh what do you get for that do you just get the public uh you know does the the team just celebrate with you do they send you a little plaque or 
or an email or what what do you what do you get when you uh, win a nice award like that? Um, it's really it's really a great it's a great award to win. You know, um, I feel like it's a team award. You know, you get an honor mm-hmm. for my, my team. You know, because for winning games and you know just and I just appreciate my teammates just for you know getting me open and trusting me just to make them big plays and down the stretch and just being a scoring opportunity and everything just to get me open. So it's a team award, really. So yeah. We are, we are. Yeah, well, we are. well, you're the one knocking all those buckets down. Um, what, what, what has gone on to allow you to get into this space from a shooting standpoint? You've always had the ability to make the three, but boy, you got to where you were really feeling it. And I think you were going to have a big night against BYU before you had that foul trouble. Um, who do you credit, like on the staff, um, and and then just kind of. Like, what did you put in, or have you been putting in extra shots? I mean, the three-point shooting in particular, uh, you know, has been tremendous. What, um, mm-hmm. how do you, what do you kind of credit that to? Um, what's crazy is, like, all year, throughout the, whole, throughout the whole year, matter of fact, I keep the same routine, you know, trying to work out, but trying to work out just as much as possible. I've always been doing this, you know, throughout the whole year, and I feel like just the hard work paying off, so... All the coaching staff, you know, all the coaching staff get the credit just for helping me just consist, help me stay consistent and stay in the gym. I appreciate the GAs as well, just you know, being able, you know, going out their way and working me out, rebounding for me and stuff, and and giving me game game opportunity shots, game like shots. So I just I feel like staying consistent. Only the good only gonna come when you when you do good. So if you keep doing good, eventually good gonna come to you. So that's what I just been doing, and staying consistent with with my work. Yeah, so yeah. And, you, you know, you're also kind of relentless with your drive. Um, you know, is, is, is your drives to the bucket, um, you know, is, in, that, that's kind of an attitude. You know, you got to kind of be aggressive in those situations. And I think you kind of like if somebody's going to guard you one-on-one or if they pick you up or whatever, I think you kind of like it, don't you, when they even pick you up way out. Like if they're yeah. going to start going, we cannot let him shoot a three, that's almost mm-hmm. a good sign to you. Is that kind of how you look at it? Yeah, that's how I look at it. So I feel like the the, the, the three point shot has you know opened up a lot. You know, because I can shoot, and then if they just play close up, I'm gonna just go right by them. So it's really just a win win situation. So the, the opportunity is for sure in my favor. Yeah, and you know it's also kind of nice when you don't have to come out. I know we had foul trouble the other night, but like. Yeah. You know, part of that, Langston's such a great player, and so it's it's mm-hmm. you know you want him out there, obviously. But part of it is y'all had to kind of step up. The starters, Miro, whoever came off the bench, y'all really had yeah. to step up. So I would think that had to be a thing y'all talked about. Even hey, Langston is such a great scorer and player off the bench when you didn't have him for three games. In some sense, you know there was nobody coming in for you, Jaden. It was kind of like hey, I'm going to stay out here. Um, I. I was that almost a little bit different mentality uh, that you had yeah. during those three games? Yeah, it just showed me, you know, that uh, the team, I feel like the team needed everybody to step up, and I feel like they just needed me, so I just try to do whatever they need me to do, and I feel like that was just the uh, length thing. You know, he's a great player. That's my brother. You know, he's a big scoring piece for us, so with him out, I feel like I could just help him out, help the team out, you know, with that extra hand of scoring. You know, whatever they need me to do to win, I'm, I'm going to do it. All right, and boy, I bet you did not want to come out of that game the other night. I I was thinking that whole first half, I was over there like Scott, put him back in. Uh, what you know, yeah. you were over there eleven or twelve minutes, and sometimes 
he lets guys, you know, and, and again, I, you got to make a decision what's ever best at that point. I'm sure he thought, I've got to save him. I've got to have him for the second half. But yeah. how difficult was that for you? You'd already hit a couple of buckets. You hit a nice three. You had an and one. When you had to leave yeah. that game, um, how difficult, especially when they got on that run and you weren't really yeah. able to get back in there and help them stem the tide. Yeah. It was, it was a very difficult time for me. You know, Scott, Scott Coach Drew is a, is a great coach, you know, one of the best coaches. I feel like he is the best coach I ever had. So, you know, I just trust him with any decision that, that he has for me. And, you know, just seeing my team go through that and, you know, I can't do nothing about it. It, it was a it was a tough situation for me, but I know it, that it's that is two halves and it's two 20-minute games. So, you know, we come out second mm-hmm. half, zero zero. So I just try to look forward into that, you know, not try to let this you know, get the best of me right now. All right, well, holler at Jacus next time, all right, or Coach P, get their attention and say, hey, I got, <laughs> I'm ready. Because you do have to change your game a little bit, though, when you have two yeah. fouls. You're very aggressive. That's probably why yeah. Scott made that decision. But um, I do think that's part of practice and part of preparation is playing when you have, when you're in foul trouble a little bit. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have some experience with that, but um, I, you know, I, I don't know. It, that's a that's a fine line, isn't it? Because you want to be aggressive, but you also yeah. have to kind of see how the officials are going to call the game. And uh, that yeah. that was a tough loss for a lot of reasons. Um, BYU's a weird team. They shoot a ton of threes. They've got different big men. What was the what was the focus? I, I would imagine those weren't the greatest. Uh, uh, the the most fun film sessions you've ever had, or the practices yeah. after that, but what? Because that was a frustrating. Y'all had a chance, and mm-hmm. and weren't able to get it done. And a big part of it was the rebounding and the defense. What um, yeah. what did you do this week to to kind of get make sure that was a priority? Because y'all are a great offensive rebounding team, and yet that was an area where BYU got you. What have you done this week to ensure that that won't happen again? Um, this week and this week in practice, you know, it's been very, very competitive. And, you know, we have, we've been trying to take, you know, rebounding to heart, you know, just trying to have hard, trying to have heart, you know, pride and just be tough. So, uh, rebounding yesterday, you know, and throughout and the today practice was a big emphasize, you know, so big vocal points for us. So we just been emphasizing that and just trying to be, be better and just, you know, dive on balls, get every 50, 50 ball, just try to be their tougher team. So the little team. So yesterday, Practice was was very tough, you know. I, I feel like um, we didn't even. I think we didn't even touch the ball. We really we didn't even touch the ball. Work on. We ain't work on offense or nothing until we until we did like the rebounding rebounding drill and stuff. So we we did rebounding for a long time yesterday. We really emphasized that. Not. I, I feel like that uh, that we took a big uh, step forward and that helped us for sure. All right. And what is a rebounding drill? What's that like? I mean, is it just flat out, y'all, you know, ball goes up, yeah. everybody's blocking basically, out, and, it's and yeah? Uh, it's basically football. It's just really what it is. You got to get used to it. Uh, yesterday it was, you know, used to diving on every loose ball. You know, you going hard, you going at it with your teammates, you know, being very physical, getting body to body, you know, being being an aggressor, you know, just hitting, just hitting each other on the box out and everything. Whether you got to run them over or anything, just to get the ball. So we've been doing that, and it's been very, very competitive. I, I wish people could see how competitive it was. It was crazy. It was hard. <laughs> who Who would be the best football player on this Baylor roster? On the team, yeah, I say uh, Caleb. Caleb is crazy. He's strong. 
he's he's super strong and he he can jump very very high. Taylor for sure. Were the were they? Uh, what do you think? Tight end? Could you see him going out for some routes or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I know how I could see him going out for some routes. He reminds me of like you know tight end like Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, like them type of tight ends. Because he, he got that frame for sure. He's big. Caleb is a Caleb is a dog. He's big too. What were the uh, were you were, were the BYU fans kind of? rough on him or was it not too bad i mean you've now seen some mm-hmm. of these places you go they can be kind of tough bridges yeah. had to go back to morgantown it was not as bad this time last time was yeah. ugly Jaden. they were mean to him yeah. but the but the lds the more the, the mormons are nicer people they're they're people that just like a good ice cream and uh like a good soft serve ice cream were they uh were they pretty tough on him or was it not too bad did you hear any heckling um, it was tough. It was a little tough, but it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Nothing he couldn't handle, but it wasn't too, it wasn't tough. It was like, they said, they said a little something, though, for sure. Yeah. It was handsome. Yeah. All right, Jaden Nunn on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about this U of H team as you prepare for them? What do you have to, what do you have to key on? I would imagine you'll get some of Shed at times. You'll probably mm-hmm. get some of LJ. I'm curious, yep. have you asked your teammates um, whether it be Bridges or Langston or whoever, about about LJ in, in kind of preparing. Obviously, you can watch film of him, but you know he played yeah. in the, the Baylor system for three years, uh, and I'm sure the uh, coaches can tell you a lot as well. What have they kind of said are the things to, to really watch with him? Uh, it's his floater and his jump shot is very, you know, the emphasize, you know, LJ is a great shooter, so yeah, it's I know he can shoot the ball very good. I watch. I've been watching college basketball for a while. I watched Baylor in high school. Uh, even when I was at VCU, I was watching Baylor. So I know LJ is a great shooter, great catch and shoot. So yeah, that's been emphasized a lot. You know, just trying not to let him get a lot of uh, catch and shoot off. And you know, or if he do get it off, just make sure it's contested. So really, just contest everything. All right, and, and Jaden, what about Shed? Tremendous mm-hmm. leader, great point guard. Um, I mean, this is a team that, you're, you know, you, you, he likes to penetrate and he likes to hit the floater yeah. as well, and he can shoot the three. What, um, what is the, what's the big key with Houston? Because they obviously a great defensive team, but they also have some shooters, and uh, they're, just, mm-hmm. they're a tremendous team, obviously number two yeah. in the country. What's, the biggest yeah. em- what's been the biggest point of emphasis when you're thinking about, okay, how do we, how do we slow that team down? Mm-hmm. Just try to just try to keep keep them out the paint, you know, and just try to like you know like just uh, prevent prevent uh, a lot of catch and shoots, and you know try to fan out more and stuff like that as well. You know, go over and under, switch it up on the ball screen. You know, Shed is a great point guard. You know, a great leader for their team. So far, it's gonna be a great game, and you know, just uh, it's gonna be competitive. You know, because they got a good backcourt, LJ and Shed. You know, me and Ray J. So it's gonna be a very good uh, competitive game. You know, me and Ray J. For sure, looking forward to that. So it's gonna be good. What what about an 11 a.m. start? Um, I bet you haven't had a ton of those over the years. Um, what what is the what's going to be the key? Obviously, you want to get plenty of sleep. What time do you think you'll got you guys will get going? Like six or seven in the morning to get the blood flowing. Yeah. What's the what's the feeling like? And what what's uh, are you uh, are you a morning person or how do you what do you, what's going to be kind of the key to be ready for that? Um, we we already have uh, talked, you know, that being about uh, being in the gym at seven, but 
You know, um, I really don't feel like it's a, it's a such thing as a morning person or a night person, you know. I feel like it's just, just got to just get up before, you know, get your body warm before, before like, before 7 o'clock, I'll probably wake up at, like, 6, 5.30, you know, get my body going. That way, I, you know, I'm in a rhythm of things, you know, my blood flows warm and stuff like that, then that way I'm ready, I'm ready to go, for sure, from the jump, so... Just got to get up before, you know, just don't be lazy. That's what it is with the morning person stuff, that people just be lazy. They don't, like, end up in the morning stuff like that. So I'm not I'm not a morning person. I'm not a night person, but I can make myself, you know, a morning person. You know, just get up early and just just be ready because, you know, it's a big game. So if I'm looking forward to this, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm wanting to get yeah. up. I'm wanting to get in the gym and, you know, just get ready for this game. So you know, it's a big game for sure. So that's, What's your I feel like that's going to get everybody up for sure. Oh, it's going to be a huge crowd. What's the Jaden Nunn favorite breakfast? If you can just kind of have anything, um, you know, uh, you're waking up, not necessarily tomorrow, but are you a breakfast taco guy? Are you a bacon and eggs? You like pancakes? What's a, what's a big, what's your favorite kind of breakfast, would you say? My favorite kind of breakfast, you know, um, I say the French toast or, or pancakes or something like that with some eggs, you know, bacon, grits. And then, you know, throw a little fruit on the side, like some watermelon or some or mangoes. My, mango is my favorite fruit, so you can't go wrong with that. Work some mango in. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Grapefruit or some mango have- or something. I yeah. uh, Most guys your age are avoiding the fruit and anything green, so I think that's very smart of you to, to like some of that. Now, the, uh, the zone versus the man-to-man, are you um, – has the zone grown on you a little bit? I, after that one Oklahoma game, you kind of had that look about you, kind of like, hey, that was kind of fun. And you said you didn't really do that. It, well, that, that particular zone at VCU, this was a new, mm-hmm. and it looks a lot like a 1-3-1. It's a yeah. bit of a matchup type zone. But, like, I also know you like clamping down on people. So yeah. do you kind of like both or – or is your preference to to play man to man, just to, you know, as an individual? Um, as a, as an individual, it really just depends on on the team. Like I feel like it depends on the team. So, um, I like man to man, of course. But if a team is struggling to shoot and we go and we play the zone defense, then I'm for sure going to be in, in the zone favor. You know, I'm gonna be in favor of the zone because you know they can't they can't shoot. So it's gonna be they gonna I know they're gonna try to get in the paint or the coaches. You know, gonna emphasize you know trying to get in the paint. You know, the zone keeps them out the paint, makes them shoot um, long shots, you know. And so if they're not a good three-point shooting team, I feel like the zone in our favor. But if they're a good three-point shooting team, you know, we're trying to keep them, you know, run them off the line and stuff, then we can still we can still play zone. But I feel like man would be in our favor. Like, you know, at like BYU, that's why we didn't play zone against them. They're a good three-point shooting team. So. All right. Well, the crowd's going to be behind you. Why don't you just get one going like you did at Oklahoma? Uh, mm-hmm. And... and Boy, your range, has your range grown even since you were at VCU? You know, a lot of college guards, obviously, Steph had that impact on the game, have more and more range. Are you kind of more and more comfortable? I mean, you don't have to be right there at whatever, at 20 feet. Are you kind of more and more comfortable being out there at 24, 25 feet if you need to be? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm for sure because I, I feel like I work on that. So, you know, the more that you work on it, the more you work on it, just true from deep and stuff, the more you get comfortable with it in, in game-like situations. So I feel like I have very become very comfortable with shooting, you know, from deep range or just a three-ball in general, NBA range, anywhere from that point. Um, I, I really work on that, emphasize that in my workouts, deep range and just three, three-point shots in general, catch and shoots, whatever. Isn't that kind of cool when, like, Parker Mosier talks about, you know, Porter Mosier, I should say, 
um, how he wanted you, and, and people were like, were you surprised by that? And he was like, no, we wanted him. We tried to get him. We recruited him. That's got to be kind of a cool thing when you play some of these Big 12 teams and you know they wanted you and, yeah. and kind of came after you. That's a huge compliment to you, but that's got to be kind of a cool feeling when you hear the opposing coaches talk like that. Yeah, it is. It is fun. You know that that's what that just made me want to win even. That just made me want to win even more just to like show them like what the, what the coach missed out on. You know, I, I appreciate you know Oklahoma coaches staff. You know they were great coaches staff. They did recruit me hard as well. So you know, I just uh, I feel like uh, Baylor was just a better school opportunity just for me. So yeah. All right, all right. Do you even know? Have you heard of Five Slamma Jamma? Like, does the has anybody mentioned that to you, or have y'all had any conversations? Because uh, obviously, that was one of the greatest uh, uh, teams in the history of college basketball. But that was about forty years ago. The Five Slamma Jamma. Have you ever heard of that? Um, I heard of the Big Five or the Fab Five. <laughs> this is the U of H. U of H 40 years ago was Phi Slamma Jamma. And that was Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, Mr. Mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's who they nicknamed Phi Slamma Jamma. They all put on the same team. That's crazy. Yeah, and so they don't call them that now, but they've kind of – they have that legacy. But they were were unbelievable. uh, I bet bet they were for sure. Yeah, yeah, but that's – but, you know, that's what's great about the Foster now, isn't it? It's a – a tough, you know, it's a tough environment for these opposing uh, teams. What's the toughest place now that you've been to a lot of these places? What's the toughest one so far? Was it the fog? I mean, y'all actually, if not for the turnovers, y'all had a chance to win there at the end. Was that yeah, was that the toughest sad. environment you've ever been in, or was was the one up in the Marriott Center just as tough? Um. I really wouldn't even be able to say because Coach Jacobs have Coach Jacobs, he helped me like zone out the crowd so good where I don't even like notice it. But the fog though at the beginning of the game, like when they was naming out the like the starting lineup and stuff like that, and BYU like naming out like at the beginning, like before the players get on the court, you know, naming out the starting lineups and stuff like that, it gets very loud. But once I get to playing, I don't even notice it. Like you know, I just zone it out, but. The BYU and the uh, Alice House was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was really been, I've, uh, Jayden, I've heard you have an impersonation of the coach. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I was trying to th- see what that was, but now, what was, uh, I, I was Jake, I bet Jake is, was he in a pretty good mood uh, yesterday? Was that, was he, was he being pretty nah. nice in practice? <laughs> no. Nah. Because Jacobs had 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 something for us for sure. He was hyped up. He was heated up. You know, I, I loved it. I love when he liked that. You know, that just get me going. And so yeah, I, I love when all the coaches like that. Coach, you know, they all calm coaches off the court. But when it's time to play basketball, they and you know the coach they ready for it. You know, I appreciate mm-hmm. them for that. That just get the team going and stuff. They challenge us every day at practice. I love them coach. Okay, somebody wanted me to ask you how many guys on the team have girlfriends. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I say like five, five or six, five or six. Okay. Or Maybe okay. seven. They just don't want to come out with their girl. They just don't want to come out with the name of the girl. So they try to keep it like private, but six or five. So. Okay, five or five or six. I don't know. Yeah. You know, sometimes your staff they they um, they give me some things to uh, 
to bring up. Well, hey, it's going to be fun. Uh, get some French toast. Get what? Get your favorite stuff. Maybe get some mango. And uh, that's what, the crowd is going to be beyond belief. I think this will be the best crowd yet at Baylor, even though it's a morning game, uh, because uh, it's just going to that's it's going to be a big game, and uh, y'all have got an incredible opportunity uh, tomorrow morning. So uh, I'm excited, Jaden. Thanks, uh, thanks for doing this. Great to visit with you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for having. Me. You bet. There he goes, Jaden Nunn. And uh, he's a good guy. I uh, I have really enjoyed talking to him after games. Had him on when he first arrived at Baylor, and uh, he's just a he's a cool guy. Uh, was at VCU, has made the transition beautifully, and he's just kind of become like when he's going. He he's kind of the the uh, the proverbial straw that stirs the drink. I mean, he's he's kind of gotten them going and gets everybody rolling. So I think if they they'll feed off him, if he scores a few early, I could see the crowd and the players for Baylor, you know, getting excited. So uh, good stuff from uh, from Jaden Nunn. Also, kind of funny, Aaron. To think I had heard Coach Jacobs may have not been may have not been you know. He's a very nice man. We love Coach Jacobs, but I had been tipped off that he was not the most pleasant man to be around yesterday. Jaden <laughs> uh, <laughs> was. Well, Jay, did you hear Jaden? was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that was fun. All right, um, Aaron. I mean, have we seen? Have we put eyes yet on Cam Stewart? I mean, nope. three to five. <laughs> he finally. Ambled oh, in about never heard of her. Twenty after, well, <laughs> soda I in mean, hand, I was, I, <laughs> bag lunch. I would have, I would have loved Cam to jump in there. Me but, too. Uh, uh, well, all y'all have to do is tell me that you're there. <laughs> yes, you were into the breakfast questions by then. Although I would have, oh man, I would have loved to be in for five slammer jammer in there. I like that he's that like great. Yeah, the fat, you mean the Fab Five? <laughs> <laughs> like he, you can tell he's trying to work it out on the fly, and, and I loved his reaction too of of uh, you telling him that Drexler and Olajuwon were together. Well, what, what for real? Like because if you had just heard about that today, you'd have the same reaction. Right, like, that is crazy. Who the best ever played on the same? Yeah, college like, team? I know those two guys. They're Hall of Famers. That's funny. That's funny. That's good though that they're not teaching the history lesson of. By Slamma Jamma. We don't want to hype up Houston to more than they are. To these you players. know, maybe that that's funny because Aranda takes a different – he's always bringing old players in to talk oh, about sure. the old rivalries. You know, like, hey, guys, y'all remember – bring somebody in to talk about what it was like to play Rice back in the day. Yeah, I was going to say, you know who was great with that too was uh, was Bryles was great with – like, like living that up to the media when they'd play SMU or Rice mm. early in the season, you know they're going to score 70. And Art's out there like, well, you know, old Southwest Conference rival, you know, can't take them for granted. It's a lot of history, you know, as if we're supposed to believe that. He was he hammed it up quite a bit for those games. But good thing I we're think, not having that now with basketball. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing they need is to see, like, Old footage of five slam These dudes are good enough without looking at those. Yeah, right. Uh, Look at the current footage. I, I found okay. myself also. I tried to stop myself because I wanted to name the whole team. Because once I start talking five slam Rob, like they're 
Well, yeah. So you had Rob. You also had Michael Young. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob's name was Rob. Rob Moore. Rob. Moore he was unbelievable. Oh, that's the college. Uh, um, but he just had Rob on the back. I thought that was great. Who yeah, was the, yeah, who yeah. Was the but, white guy? Well, because I think his the name. Guard. He he shared the same. Well, Reed Geddes. Reed Geddes. Geddes that who, was it. Yep. Who was doing the game with Pete the other day? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I can't remember his last name. And uh, Geddes, and it was just funny because he was always. I'm sure Reed was uh, athletic enough, but he was he was always viewed as like the big outlier, right? Of like me, yeah, just the white, the white like, guy who was who is, not as mobile. Yeah. <laughs> who is Reed Geddes? All right, terrific um, player. Uh, he he did a good job. Yeah, they they it was before they had shot clock, and they one time Baylor stalled on him for like <laughs> Howler did a seven minute stall at the end of the game. It was so, it was some funny stuff that would happen back in the day at HOT when Guy B. Lewis and the Five Slam Pajama came in. I may need to go talk to the team today and tell them more about Five Slam Pajama. Okay, boy, that was a fun opening. Um, Cam and I and Aaron, we, we've got a lot to share with you and, uh, we'll start kind of opening things up and we've got some NFL stuff to share with you, but next we'll start getting you ready for a tip off. It's not far away now. That's next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN central Texas. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, it's always one of the biggest sales of the year, and it's on right now. The huge trade-in day sales event at the new Volkswagen of Waco. Trade in and trade up while we've got bigger selection and better prices. Great deals on used cars like BMWs and Mazdas, Chevys, Kias, Nissans, Ford Broncos, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. Hey, it's trade-in days at Volkswagen of Waco at VolkswagenWaco.com. It's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a -a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. 
Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. It's time now for The Naked Truck. The ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity. Presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, Chuck has a heart-to-heart with Bubba. Hey, Chuck, you said you needed to talk to me? Remember when we said we'd never be afraid to tell each other anything? Yeah, we was pretty turnt, but I remember. Well, I need to come out and tell you this. Listen, you don't need to come out. You know I'm with Becky. Wait, what? No, this is about you. Me? Yes, Bubba. You're squatting and swaying. Me? When you pull your trailer, yes, you. But I got an HD truck. It don't matter. You still need a weight distribution hitch. I thought I had it handled. It's not safe to pull that much weight without a distribution hitch. You're a good friend. Now get over to Pickup Outfitters and get fixed up. I will. Will Bubba gain control of his trailer? Will Chuck reveal his true feelings for Bubba? Wait, what? No. Tune in again for the continuing saga of The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters of Waco. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Will the real Matt Mosley please stand up? Uh, Will the real Cam Stewart, um, will he, in fact, I was going to tag, I was going to put Cam on this, on this, uh, something I'm putting out right now, but I'm telling you, Old Jaden Nunn, that was fun to visit with him, and I think he's going to come out. He's going to be very aggressive. You know, one thing I we forgot to really talk about the other day, Cam, Aaron Sexton with us as always. Um, I did not understand, and I kind of brought it up with Jaden. Like, it's interesting how coaches make decisions on who they would will allow to play with two fouls and who they won't. And I don't think it's a coincidence that when Nunn left that game with 12 minutes to go, and, I mean, at one point it was like 20 to 12 or 20 to 13 or might have been, I think the Bears even were up 22-13. And at some point he has to leave. He doesn't come back the whole first half. And I, I just didn't, I, I just, I think it just shows, Cam, he needs to be out there. Like yeah. he, and, I I think these guys I mean I think you got to trust them to play with two fouls and a lot of the guards like I, it's just it's just very interesting to me like who who is trusted to play with two and maybe it's just because Jaden's so aggressive on defense Scott wanted to ride that thing out and see if they could get it to the half but I that some of that mess that we saw with the defense probably did happen because Jaden was out of the game. I, I think probably, and I yeah. didn't really think about that totally at the time. And and I think I think there's a couple of factors that went into it if you ask Scott and he answered truthfully of why the whole whatever it was, eleven and a half, twelve minutes that he sits in the first half. Part of it is the aggressive nature like you're talking about. You need him to be that for you on both ends of the floor. 
um, specifically defensively. The other thing, being on the road, like, you know, I know they'll never admit this, but that whistle is a little different when you're the road team. And I thought about that during the game, and I was wondering why they didn't bring him back in at some point in the first half. And then he comes back in to start the second half and gets his third foul within a minute of uh, within a minute of the restart. So it's... I'm not saying like, oh, what's he doing? But like kind of, that's just kind of what happens in road games sometimes. And yeah. that completely changed the game. You know, I, I talked about it the day after. It wasn't like it was this horribly official, officiated game or anything. I didn't think they were great in the first half. I thought they missed a couple of calls, but that's one big call that does change part of the game. It's not the excuse for Baylor losing, but they could have built on that lead. That lead evaporated yeah. as soon as he went out. Yeah, and it is wild to see a team shooting that beautifully and for it to dry up like it did. Yeah. I mean, they started yeah. seven for eight. Now, that's not sustainable. We know that. they one in the second half. But, but then you just kind of go out in the wilderness. I mean, it can happen to anybody. It, it, happened, to, it happened to the great L.J. Cryer. It happened in, in that, that last Kansas game, game for last Houston. Yeah. Remember that one? But, they were up like 16 in the oh, first half. Oh, they went half. crazy in the and first I, half in and that game. I was saying it, and I think our pal Pat what? Nunley was saying what? it. It was like, this is not sustainable. Find something else. And did they you, didn't. They lost by 15 points. Did you Did you see on Twitter, did you see that Houston person who, who said the, the transformation of LJ yeah, Cryer? Yeah, I did like find he's this like, interesting. Like he's a completely different player. And like somebody backed me up on it. I said, I don't I said he's still a great shooter, a great three point shooter. I was like, I don't know anything about a transformation. Did you get like, a chance I, to read it? I didn't get a chance to read it. No, it was basically it defensive was, side, I guess. But I t- he just brought it up this year too. A guy writes for something called like Paper City. All right. And it which is who knows? That may be a neat deal. What is But the I don't City? I don't think he's like a grizzled you know, he's not it's, this is not a Cam Stewart type digging in for, you know, some of your news stuff you used to do. It, mm, it's kind yeah. of like a – but it's just kind of a weird like, okay, he's been transformed at U of H. And I love Kelvin. I mean, it's not like – I listened to a Kelvin, a 30-minute YouTube, and I decided not to do this. I honestly thought it was so good. I thought, do we want to just play that today? <laughs> like, oh, it was no. so – it was incredible. We're it was just like 30 people. minutes – of just and and what's funny is Kelvin does not do what Scott does. Kelvin's uh, you know if he's not in a game, he does it. He's it's like the pandemic. He's yeah, still doing he's stuff not, he's not via Zoom. Yeah. No, he's like no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be in my office and like Joseph Duarte or whoever. God, why did I not call Duarte's a? I like him. You know he's been a. He's been a good guy for us, and I didn't even get him on the the show. Um, uh oh, the big firm, mistake. Uh, hold on, we've got our four our four o'clock guest is uh, they're they're getting a little antsy. I just got a DM that says, "Is this thing happening?" <laughs> this Are crazy. they in a different time zone, Matt? I've made this mistake before. No, they're central. <laughs> this is uh, this is our four p.m. I. I don't know. Well, Do I, was I need to impersonate the person? Should I tell them I was at a funeral? I'm sorry I didn't respond to you immediately. Um, 
golly, I attended. You know, you never want to go to a funeral or memorial service. Like, you're like, oh, man, do I really have to go to this? Or you come up sometimes with excuses maybe not to attend something. Mm -hmm. But I never am, like, unhappy that I went. Like, I always come away, like, like, inspired. Yeah. And I, like, yeah, my... The guy was 88 years old, and he was the one. He was my guy at uh, Colwell and Sons in Dallas, and I bought suits from him. He went to my church, and he was a haberdasher. Um, you know, and that's an old-school term for men's yes. apparel, yeah. haberdashery. And um, But it was this top, this great, it's not my thing. I'm not, it's not like I'm buying a bunch of suits. I don't need a bunch of suits. But occasionally I need a sport coat. And this guy went to my church. And he was immaculately dressed always. And it was just the coolest service just to hear, like, all these amazing details of his life and, like, who all. And the point was, like, they said Roger Stallback and whoever else or uh, President Bush, like, bought their suits from him and all this. And they said, like, Charlie never treated them any differently. They had to come in just like everybody else. He didn't meet them after hours. And they were just saying that was just Charlie. Like, he treated everybody exactly the same. And uh, anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. I was just um, kind of an inspiring deal right before the uh, service today. We used to have a men's apparel place in Waco called, Aaron, help me, Schellenberger's, Uh I think it was. I think that's correct. it was it was very very nice, and I I just thought I, that's what Jaden Nunn would say when you told him about the U, the early days and Howard Schnellenberger. <laughs> Jayden, Did you there, Jaden? Well, yeah, you went a you went a whole different path. But, <laughs> five slam that was you know, he that was funny. That was good. I'm still laughing at that. The five <laughs> slam and jam thing. I mean, I, I don't really expect he's younger than me. I don't really expect him to know it, but it's just funny hearing someone hear about it for the first time like that. I just, well, yeah, but I, I guess, who do you think on the Baylor roster, if you quizzed the 12 members of the Baylor basketball team, mm. the oldest guy would be, what, 22, 23 years old? Yeah. If that. Uh, like, would would you think, for some reason, I feel like growing up in the Dallas area, Caleb Lohner would have heard, and his dad played for BYU, and Dave Rose used to coach them, and he went. He played at Houston under Guy V. Lewis. So I think Loner would out, be Loner would be the best chance of knowing it. Who else on that team would you say? I don't think our buddy Eve Meese grew up hearing or, or, or John went up. Oh, one more. I know we need to get going for uh, NFL. We need to get back on task here. But I've got an issue with Chris Patola. Like I actually yeah. think he's, I think he's pretty good. Like I actually think sure. he gives you good information and all that. But like I don't know why guys almost purposely get names wrong. Like I'm not saying that I can't mess up and I do it a lot. But like when there's a player that that we've covered a long time, we try to. We try to, at some point, you know, get the name right, right? Because, like, Chama Chachua, at one point last year, somebody started saying his name differently. And we're like, oh, no, have we been saying it wrong? Well, no, whoever was doing that was wrong. And so we went back to saying it the way. Spatola refuses to say Ojanwana. Like, oh, once yeah. you do it, once you do it, it's not a hard name to say. His name's Josh Ojanwana. And... The play-by-play guy, Roxy Bernstein, the other night was great. 
And then immediately after that, Spatola would go, Ojan Una. And I'm just like, well, wait, he's saying it for you. The it's play-by-play it, guy you hear it. it. Yeah. How can you hear saying it, it over it? and over? He's saying it correctly. Like, why is it important for you to, to say Ojanuna? Because that's not right. I, He's I don't, just hell bent on saying it, just it bugs wrong. Me. Yeah, just it's just like yeah, it's right. It's like, yeah, you're right. I think he, I think maybe he thinks he's right. Like he thinks is does he think the play by play guy's saying it wrong? Ojan, which I've been in a like, I've been not, in a situation like that before in a broadcast. It's it's awkward. Where you think you know it's you know it's right, but the person yes. with you is going to just continues to say it wrong. Yes, yes, but like even. Even when we used to say, we used to say instead of Gonzaga, Aaron and I and whoever else Simcox was with me, we would say Gonzaga because that's kind of what we thought it was for years, right? Mm-hmm. And one time Fran Fraschilla said something like, you know, Mosley, you're too, whatever. You, you, you know basketball too much to be saying it like that. It's Gonzaga. Like he corrected me on the air. Well, Aaron remembers this. From that moment on, from that moment on, it's been Gonzaga, because for whatever reason that great matters. Yeah, that matters. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like that I, state to the east of California with Las Vegas in it. Do you know what that one is? Nevada. That's what I said for years. That's what I said for years <laughs> until I met someone from Nevada. That's how they say it, Nevada. Yeah, but you made me doubt myself because I do think I, I love when doing I think that. of the school. <laughs> I love doing that. When I think of the school, I think I do say Nevada. But you're saying Nevada's right, the correct yeah, way. Yeah, that, that's it. how they say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but for years when I saw the state, I think I did say Nevada. Nevada sounds, and that's how I pronounce it too. But now that I think about it, it sounds a little bougie. Nevada. I don't Nevada. know. I the University of Nevada, it. Las Vegas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've you say never sometimes said I say that. Caribbean and Caribbean yeah. differently. <laughs> I would say I just always said UNLV. Now, what I really <laughs> have problems with is like, people, my family makes fun of me because I can't say, and Aaron knows this about me too. I can't say, like, what's the what is the big mammal in the or what's the big um, what is swimming around the huge? I can't say what? whale. I can't say well. I say it, it comes out W E L L. I can't. Yeah, and it's like when I say when they tried to get me to say a wheel route, I can't. You know, how do you say W H E? How would you say somebody runs a wheel route? A wheel route. Yeah, I can't say that. That's just that's the country in you. I like, guess like Cajuns can't say like, oiled. But so, but I but it bothers me or because I try to speak proper English at all times. And obviously, I'm a gramophobe, and because I'm a writer, but I can't say those words, and it just always is. Really, and so I try to like I can't say the Ivy League school, y- Yell. Y- <laughs> Yale, Yale. <laughs> That's why you keep saying Calvin Hill went to Harvard because you can't say it. Him and Jody Foster at Harvard. Out, it comes out Yale <laughs> when I say it, but it's like I think it's supposed to be Yale, y- Yale. 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 See, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even think that's that bad, but now that you've said it like that, like, to take it as false. Okay. Uh, NFL Blitz Package is next. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in Foster Pavilion Saturday hosting second-ranked Houston. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish etouffee. We're I-35 of the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing Waco. Hello, your Congressman Pete Sessions here. As a conservative Republican, I am concerned about our country. And I'm asking you to join me and your fellow Republicans by voting in the Republican primary now through March the 5th. Democrats are overrunning Texas and America with open borders. And Democrats' out-of-control spending is killing the American dream. Together, let's send a message to the liberals in Washington. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Morrison's Gifts would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations, same great quality, same great prices, two great locations, Gatesville and Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction, we strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You hear the music, you know what it means. Great to have Cam Stewart in. Today he arrived 20 minutes late. He will be having to stay until 520. Oh, wait, he... (laughs) 
<laughs> he, uh, we got a, oh, Aaron, this got to be really fast. I totally, uh, okay. So Marshall McDuffie, I feel like I know this name. Must be from, he is the spokesperson, uh, spokesman today for the Berm Boys out at Baylor Ballpark. I've been kind of fascinated with this group. It's like a group out in right field, and they, and they, uh, I mean, it, and, and they heckle the right fielder, and they stand out there. And I've always thought that'd be fun to go hang out with them. Aaron, who do we? Who are the Bears? We have the weekend. Uh, uh, is it Indiana? Is that who's in town? The Hoosiers. Yeah. It is That's Indiana. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Al Schwarber's on. Even... Who, uh, oh, he did go to Indiana. Did he? Sure did. Yep. Him and Sam Travis yeah. were there at the same time. I saw Kyle Schwarber up close and personal with the Wareham Gateman of the Cape Cod Baseball League. He was the playoffs MVP when they won the championship in 2012. Okay, we'll do a segment on that later in the Thank program. Um, Aaron, go ahead. What's our NFL headline? I forgot we had the Berm Boys coming up, so we'll have to be pretty quick here. No worries. The uh, big headline today is the salary cap increased and quite a bit. Mm. The NFL yeah. salary cap for the 2024 season will be a record $255.4 million per team, a huge 13.6% increase over last year's cap. The... Uh, Salary cap will be 30.6 more per team, and that will have huge implications as far as free agency. Part of the reason for the massive jump is that the league has now paid back all the player benefits that were deferred in 2020 as part of the agreement between the players and the league to keep the league running during the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> these owners are so ridiculous. They are. Hey, guys, we need to defer some of these payments or we can't play football. Meanwhile, such a like billionaire. Billions, billions of dollars are coming in for these TV deals. Do you think the TV networks gave them some money back because they couldn't have fans? I mean, you know, the TV was still paying mostly full freight, if not complete full freight, and they deferred all that money. And then, and then they said the unprecedented, Aaron, the money that came in over the past season or two. You know, Amazon, they just, they just keep finding revenue streams. It's like one of these, Amazon, you know, gave them enormous money. And then Peacock, in addition to, the, you know, NBC, just massive money. They're like, hey, y'all want to do a, a playoff gang on Peacock? How's about, I don't know. What about a hundred million? Does that sound okay? Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Oh my goodness, that is uh, ridiculous. Okay, Aaron, you got one more. I do. Uh, Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy would not be at next week's NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis. What? As what? he and defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer will continue to set the staff and changes <laughs> to the scheme. So you know, just a scouting combine, not a big deal. Why would your head coach and defensive coordinator be there? Wow. Jerry do, Jerry has done this before, and it's always kind of embarrassing for whatever head coach he does it to, but he'll leave them at home. And I think he did it to Mike one other time. It's like, hey, Mike, either didn't get to go to the Senior Bowl or didn't get to go to the combine. Like all the other coaches are talking, and they leave Mike behind. <laughs> Every other head year? coach. I can't remember. I, they did leave Mike behind yeah, that one of these years. One of those two. Yeah, yeah. 
Mike's going to stay behind. Keep keep hammering away. Oh, man, that makes me feel. Boys, Cowboys fans have to feel great about that. Mike's not going to the combine. He's going to keep working on the scheme with Zim. That's great. I mean, like, Belichick didn't show up for stuff, but it was for different. You know, it was like he just didn't have to. And he earned some credit. He, yeah, he just like he didn't even want to be in that picture. They would all maybe like 31 coaches were there for the owners' meetings, and, and and one would be missing, and it would be Belichick. He's like, well, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this this idiotic behavior. All right, Aaron, if you got any more, let's save them. We've told the Burn Boys we'll be calling. I like this. I like this. And oh, by the way, uh, Tommy B. Tommy B. Barfield. We'll be showing up at five to get us ready for this uh, uh, for this series. That'll be kind of fun. But uh, for now, we got the Berm Boys. We'll call them here in a few minutes. That's next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Hey, Central Texas, the next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations, each are Hellberg Barbecue specialties. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your home for the World Champion Texas Rangers, ESPN Central Texas. 
Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley show, ESPN uh, Central Texas. Cam Stewart alongside Aaron Sexton. Enormous game tomorrow morning. Foster Pavilion. But uh, a great series coming up with the Baylor baseball. Indiana, I don't know how great it is, but, you know, Cam says Indiana. They've had Kyle Schwarber came out of there. But I wanted to have on. The the Berm boys are going to get it going out there. Tonight, and I and they had a game the other night. I'm sure the Burn boys were in position for Lamar, but they love kind of getting out there in right field for a three-game set. And uh, on behalf of the Burn boys, Marshall McDuffie is jumping on with us. And I've, I've always kind of liked the Burn boys, and I've seen their Twitter handle and thought, man, I might wander out there sometime and see what they're up to. Marshall, thank you for being on the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, are the Burn boys uh, – ready to go i mean i is this uh this is the first big series so i would think you guys have to be kind of excited yes sir thank you for having me and and yes. we're, we're we're excited we're ready to get it get it going again we didn't really get to do it last year but two years ago it was a ton of fun and like we are ready we're we're excited baylor baseball put on a good showing last weekend they competed and i i think we can get a series win this weekend against a good indiana team Spirit. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys? What do the Burn Boys wear for a game like this? And are those out in right field? What did I see out there? Are those? I I don't think they're stands, but they have some risers or something. 
Is that they have a little area where you can kind of climb up and and just kind of hang out out there overlooking right field? What's your situation like out there? Yeah, pretty much. It's just a couple uh, little shipping containers, pods, as we call them, and it's just some plywood with with some uh, railing on them. So we're able to stand up there. We overlook the opposing bullpen and the opposing right fielder, and we're just able to, you know, have friendly conversations with them, if you will. <laughs> what is this right fielder's name for Indiana? And it seems like y'all have already kind of done some research. He was uh, he was hitless, I believe, in his last game, and uh, I, I kind of I'm, I'm liking y'all's style on this. What is this uh, What is this young man's name? The right fielder for Indiana. What do we know about him? And and what's what are what are a couple things y'all might bring up out there? Yeah, I, I believe his name's Morgan, and uh, we don't have anything specific that we can give away right now, but I can guarantee you that he's not going to have a ton of fun at Baylor ballpark this weekend. Take, I want to know, take me through that research process a little bit. Obviously you identify on the roster who is the right fielder, or maybe some of the, maybe some of the guys warming up in the bullpen too. And then what, what is the next step to make sure you guys are well researched for these games? So honestly, for, first thing we we go and we find the roster. Obviously, we want to find out who this right fielder is, get a little bit of information on, on how he's been doing the last couple of weeks. And then in terms of the bullpen, that's kind of more of just a game day decision. We'll see who's out there. Right. Sometimes we'll we'll find the pitching coach, see if we can get talking to him. But may, mainly our goal is to get in the head of the bullpen, see if we can throw them off a little bit right before they go out there and hopefully allow Enzo to hit at the home run through right field. <laughs> How many members of the Berm boys are there, Marshall? And is this uh, – and how long has this been going on? How long have the Berm boys been in existence? I mean, people have been hanging out out there, I feel like, for several years now. But this variation of the Berm boys, how long have you all been together? Yeah, uh I'd say our group, I couldn't give you an exact number, but we especially started in 2021 when uh, we had a big group of guys that were just looking for something fun to do. So we would go sit on the berm and start, you know, having conversation with the right fielder and having fun, making the games fun. And then we got moved over to those pods right behind right field. And it just, it just took off. It was so much fun. And now we've got a, we've got a little bit of a following now and, it, and we're hoping to get back to where we were a couple of years ago where at one point the baseball team was on a, I believe, 10- or 12-game win streak that we want to say we, we contributed to. All right, and does Mitch or anybody, do they ever come out and, uh, and, and visit with you to the Baylor team? It seems like Baylor has embraced you guys. I saw them interacting on social media. What's the, uh, what's the um, uh, relationship with, like, with the team? Because I'm sure they appreciate you guys. Yeah, totally. Uh, we we haven't had any specific conversations with Mitch, but it's more with a a, li- a little more back office people. Um, but the, as far as we know, the team loves us. We love the team, and it's really it's a really good relationship for both parties. I mean, could Cam Stewart? I, he, he's more in your age range. What what the what's the age range out there? Are we talking like in the 20 to 27 range for you guys, the Berm boys? Uh, pro- probably just mid-20s, all, all students. Yeah. We're, we're all students at Baylor. 
Oh, okay. Therefore, like 18 to 22 bat. <laughs> like okay, I'm sorry. I thought these were some. The Berm boys are Baylor undergrads. Okay, I like that. I, mm-hmm. Well, Marshall McDuffie. Now, what's your – I went to Baylor with a McDuffie. It was Michael McDuffie. I don't think – I don't know if it's your, in your McDuffie family there, but that's uh, – what What was it about the, the baseball, like, that you wanted to be a part of this group? Like, did you start going to games right when you got to Baylor? Did you – how did you kind of even find out they were doing this? Yes, sir. Uh, Michael is actually my dad. So that, that's my dad. And Michael McDuffie, who was the KOD at Baylor? Yes, yes, that's my dad. <laughs> Mark and McDuffie. Go out for a run today, Mosley. Make yourself feel to, young again. <laughs> yeah, no, I used to live with your dad, yeah, when we first got out of school. <laughs> that's awesome. That is, but, but, yeah, I've been, I've been into Baylor sports my entire life. So right when I got to school here, I, I instantly went to the football, baseball, basketball, all of them. And I, I just love rooting for the teams. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you going to recount? Matt, I want to ask a question, but I want to leave this open to you first. Do you want to recount some stories of this young man's father? No, his dad is awesome, though. Like, he's the, <laughs> one of the nicest guys I've ever known in my life. Marshall, does but your we, dad know you're on the show today? Uh, I was actually just on the phone with him a few minutes ago, and I told him it was a possibility, and he said he was going to text some of his friends because he thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Did he, you told him it was Mosley, didn't you? Okay, I just making yes, sure yes, he I knew did. what you were doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We lived in a house. It was Larry Johnson's rent house. I mean, no, Larry Johnson owned the house, like that. Larry Johnson, Cam, Grandmama. Oh, yeah, he owned it. He this is why you love UNLV. And we, well, I just love Larry Johnson because he went to Skyline in Dallas. Yeah, and and we all. And, and I was a, I was doing an internship for, uh, for and when I was in law school. And those guys were out, like, in the work world already. And it was in Lake Highlands, part of Dallas, and they let me move in. I, just, I lived there basically just for a summer. But uh, uh, Matt Elmore was the other guy, and I'm sure, I'm sure McDuffie still keeps up with him. But, yeah, Marshall, that is, um, that is too funny. And I'm sure you know a bunch of those KOTs. In fact, my nephew's pledging KOT as we speak. Even though he's Whoa. the nephew of a of a good Figam. All right, um, Cam, go ahead. I'm sorry, I just had to reminisce there. For no, a this second. is great. This is a great angle to it. But I, I want to go back <laughs> to a point Mosley made a few questions ago, Marshall. And I want to—is this, you know, you you don't know the defined number of people in there. It's like Wu Tang Clan. Is, is anyone <laughs> able to come in and join? Like, is this is does this have to be an undergrad? I would say. I would say mostly we want to keep it undergrad. We want to keep it our our group of guys. We, we we just want to make sure make sure that we're staying within our within our boundaries, as you will. Gotcha. Control <laughs> a group that you can control. Yes, sir. <laughs> Stay in our boundaries. See, I don't feel mostly like, I you feel can't like, go. You can't do it. You can't I be know. up on no, the. No, Marshall will be cool with me wandering out there one night. Dad's weekend. Hang. I think they'd like the Mosley show. <laughs> We ought to do. We should be broadcasting from. Uh, that out would there be today. great. You know, that's not a bad idea. Or one of the, I'll tell you what we ought to do is broadcast. I don't know if we want to be out there on the berm, or in the press box, but that first conference series, we probably ought to be out there. I'm in. Because Baylor Athletics seems to love us being <laughs> in their venues. Uh, Marshall, that is uh, that's very cool. And and uh, again, if you're a McDuffie. 
I guarantee you, you aren't using foul language and all that. You're out there. You're, you're keeping it clean. But I bet you are kind of tough on them out there. Um, and what is the – do you have some special – now, what I really would like to purchase is like a Berm Boys T-shirt or something along that, uh, along that uh, lines. Do you all have several that you wear, or is there one that you, uh, that you wear to each game, or do you kind of change it up? What's that like? Uh, mostly we change it up. We've, we've had t-shirts in the past and I can say that I believe we're working on it on a new set of t-shirts. So we might be able to hook you up with one of those. Whoa. Okay. XL or XXL probably go with the XL perhaps, uh, headed in the right direction on that front. What's uh, some stuff you could give them cam to say to in, Indiana. First of all, I can't even believe that it doesn't even, when you think Indiana, you don't, Think of them having a baseball team, so no, I'm glad they do. Not a rich tradition, but I think you could just get on them for like there could be some good basketball humor. Like you, I mean, but they yeah. The things I it. would suggest they won't say. I, I'm not as clean as the McDuffie, so mm. well. Now this is Marshall. Is there something with Hoosier, Marshall like Hoosier exactly Daddy or like something? Dad. Yeah, is there something yeah. there. Is this anything with a Hoosier? <laughs> Hoosier I don't Daddy. Know. Marshall, have y'all already, do you have little meetings or do y'all like have a group text where you start workshopping a few things you might get on them about? We we do have a group text and like I, I'd say we, we do have a few ideas bouncing off each other, but a lot of times it's just it's just game time things, like whatever whatever you're thinking <laughs> in the moment. You know who we should ask for some advice, game, Matt, is is game Scott time Drew. decision for Marshall. I just heard from Scott. He'll, he'll have the backdrop. I mean, he's an Indiana guy, oh, but not yeah. an IU guy, so it's perfect. He'll know exactly yeah. what to say. Who who do you think is the better baseball school in Indiana? That would be hilarious. Like, you need to find out, Marshall, if like Valpo or Purdue or somebody like that is any like even has a baseball team. Hey, Larry just Bird t- played a game for Indiana about State. Indiana State. Like, just start talking about how much you know. Like, they're the worst team in Indiana. I don't know. There's some things you could do there. I feel like there's some yeah, Bob we, Knight we can, humor. we can definitely talk about Indiana State because they're they're definitely way better than Indiana. I'll, I'll give you that. Ah, and in ah, basketball, so there you go. Wait a second. Wait a second. Indiana State, State. Do they play against like DBU in that league, uh, in that conference or something? I think you're right. So you're saying Indiana State might be pretty decent at baseball. I, I believe they are. I'm pr- I'm pretty okay. sure they made the tournament last year. That sounds right. That actually sounds right. They've definitely Marshall, gone recently. Where, where, did you, where do your parents live these days? They're in Houston? Yes, I sir. Saw you had we're, a Houston. we're in West Houston. Where did you go to high school? I went to Stratford High School. Oh, my gosh. The long line oh, man. of Stratford greats. Matt, can, I tell, Moyer. A qu- can I tell a quick no, story here? Because this, yeah. is, this is good. This is so – and, Marshall, Jimmy I hope Floor. you can appreciate this, too. Um, I When I first got to Baylor – uh, and I didn't. I'm from Massachusetts, Marshall, so I didn't have big time high school football growing up, and so I was always enamored by the Texas high school football. And the kid who lived next to me in Martin Hall, I asked, uh, you know, was your high school like good at football? Like, was that a big deal? And he said, Yeah, you know, it's, they're pretty good, but you know, it's not really the same since Andrew Luck uh, graduated. That's <laughs> just like, you know, obviously being Stratford. And I was like, I just couldn't believe that answer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mine isn't the same since Kenny Keefe retired. <laughs> no one knows who that is. 
Craig James uh, also went to Stratford, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was going to say, part of the Pony Express. Yeah. I think David Klingler might have gone to Stratford. Does that ring a bell, Marshall? Um, uh, honestly, honestly, it doesn't. The, the main one is Andrew Luck. Yeah. I remember growing yeah. up watch, watching him absolutely ball out. Poor Marshall is just trying to answer some questions about the Burn Boys, and now we're throwing Dave Klingler at him. Well, I didn't know Marshall was going to be the <laughs> oh, son funny. of one of my old buddies. Now, what a treat. His dad was a little bit older than, than me, but he was buddies with a bunch of my friends. And, uh, oh, man, Michael McDuffie was one of the greatest guys I've known over the years. So, all right, Marshall, tell him we said hey, and, uh, and I hope the Burn Boys – I mean, do y'all try to have at least some representation at pretty much every home game? Is that is that the idea? Pretty much, yes. We we love to be on the, especially the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We try yeah. to be out there for the Tuesday games. It's just a little bit harder, you know, with our schedules. But mm-hmm. uh, we try to represent at every game. The Berm Boys, and and so you don't know when this exactly started like what what was the first year of the berm boys do we do we have like an establish at 2007 or 2008 or what, what year did this start i i wouldn't even say it's it's that old uh, as far oh, okay. as i can remember i think i think it was 2020 or 2021 as when this what like the group that i would say i'm okay. a part of is okay good good the berm boys all right well this sounds like a good group i was wondering if the berm boys we're trying to sneak any contraband out there and that type of thing, but I just do. Marshall does not strike me as, as, as someone that would be up to th- those kinds of shenanigans. All right, Marshall, this was fun. I appreciate it. Tell all the Burn Boys we said hey, and uh, great to have you all on the, uh, the Matt Mosley show. Yes, sir, I will. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Yeah, and tell your dad I said hey, okay? Yes, sir, I will. Thank you. You bet. There he goes, Marshall McDuffie. Small world from the Burn Boys. Well, that's yeah. That's what a twist, huh? Baylor is. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Uh, 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 I saw his name, McDuffie, and I kind of had a thought. I'm glad I brought that that's up. That's just like a classic Mosley thing, too. For those who aren't in the control room, like Matt, you say you say that a lot because you know a lot of people. But this one actually came to fruition. You you did know the guy. <laughs> There's well, an Mc- actual connection there. That McDuffie is not that common of a name. That's true. That's and, true. And you know, as a Baylor kid, but it's funny. I don't know what I thought the Burn Boys like. I they're all undergrads. I get it. There used to be something at Baylor basketball. They called themselves the Cavemen of the Cavemen for Christ. Nice. <laughs> that was that was the group. Now it's the Bear Pit. I like that because it's like it's like all students. I don't think it's just – isn't it just any student who sits down there It's part yeah. of the bear pit? Yeah. Or does the bear pit have meetings? It, do, it. I think it used to be a little bit more organized, but oh, now okay. it's just everyone – do you like at the beginning of the game when the PA guy announces the Baylor bear pit? Do you like that? I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's just always a little I, awkward. It's I kind of like, miss yay. that guy. I kind of miss that guy with the big – the foam hat, that weird hat. Yes. That sit up there. Well, with the students. It's funny you say that because we saw a guy in the student section at the women's game on Sunday uh, who had a, a foam hat. And my guy, my friend who I was with was like, this is carrying on Hayden's legacy. Hayden was the guy with the big foam hat. Hayden walked so this kid could run. 
Yeah, and, and just so we straighten that out, Hayden's still with us. His legacy is just Yes, that yes. I think he, he works at Duke, which is interesting. Like Duke Athletics. He was, a, he was a big fella, but he wore this weird hat, and then every time like a coach like Steve Rodriguez or whoever would go or, say, Mitch or Coach Colin, when they would go up with that group, they would – they would end up next to him, you know, and he would get on TV a lot. <laughs> He'd always see him on TV, yeah. Cartoonish hat. By the way, did you see Scotty Walden out at UTEP the other night? From last night, maybe? Maybe the night before? Yeah, I kind of got him as a – that's a – With the full I mean, body paint? It's kind of fun, but it's kind of – it's kind of showy. Whoa, it's a little bit hey, like I. That's a friend of the station. I'm okay. Here. Who that guy? Scotty Walden. Yeah, I talked to him on the press box. He knows Ward. Oh, okay. Well, that, so watch it, and he follows me on Twitter, so I will defend him to the death. He just kind of it seemed like pretty over the top. It was a lot. Sometimes you need that. You don't think Dave can pull that off tomorrow? <laughs> Coach, Coach Aranda, Aranda? it around shirtless at the game. Oh man, what would be great if Aranda did that? Would he would have to go all out, green on the body and then up on the face and onto the bald head? I think. Hey, wait, did the staff did Dave hire somebody else? Didn't we just yes. did he hire linebackers coach or something? Yes, he did. All right, let's um let's talk about that, and then we've got campus confidential coming up as we continue on. It's a loose show and a fun show. All of that coming up next. Baylor Bear Baseball, all season long with Derek Smith and Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears home at Baylor Ballpark this weekend for a three-game series against the Indiana Hoosiers. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 at Baylor Ballpark. Follow the Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. Hey, when you get that tax refund check, don't blow it. Shop the big trade-in day salesman happening right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. Come on, tax type car time. And we've got a great selection of brand spanking new Volkswagen Taos, Jetta, Tiguan, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. It's happening right now. Trade-in days at Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, look, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254 483 knee that's 254-483-K-N-E-E. Get a great deal on Kubota M-Series Utility Tractors. Our powerful, versatile lineup is rated number one in durability and owner experience. So whether you need to mow, rake, stack, lift, or pull, get it done right with Kubota M-Series Utility Tractors. Right now, get select Kubota M-Series Utility Tractors for zero down, 3.99% APR for up to 84 months. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with seven convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Audience Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Having fun, man. Marshall McDuffie on with us earlier from the Berm Boys. And uh, I think Mitch ought to go out there and visit with them. Don't you, Cam? I mean, I sure. I, I feel yeah. like Mitch, they said we hadn't really talked to Mitch. <laughs> I feel like if I have a group that comes to, like, every game, especially given how last season went, and they're out there on the weekend, if I'm, I'm, the, if I'm the coach of the Baylor, I'm walking right out there and, Thanking those kids and visiting with them and hanging out with them. I might even uh, if I'm the if I'm the coach, I might you know coach an inning out there. Why not <laughs> go out there with the yeah with the bird yeah, boys? Yeah. Some, like a Manning cast, but in real life, you tell them what's going on. You know, I like how Marshall said basically you were kind of maybe bringing up the possibility of maybe joining the group. Marshall no, he like, said, nope. we have some we have some boundaries. <laughs> We're good, actually. We really want to keep it uh, uh, under grads. We, we've got boundaries. I don't need them anyway. Right. Fine. Who is this? Um, what's this latest Baylor uh, coach? Cam, tell us what we've won. I mean, this inside, they needed a coach because Christian Robinson went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, suddenly a Baylor staff that went three and nine last year started looking extremely attractive to people across the country in the NFL. 
crazy. And somebody's gone. The, the D-line coach has gone to Baltimore. Now, they've hired our buddy Mason, Mason Miller, I think it is, from Tarleton. And he's been other places, too, uh, and, and kind of excited about him. But this linebacker's coach, I, I, I'm you know, excited to get to know him, get him on, visit with him a little bit, had been at Western Kentucky, I believe. Yep. All right. That may be the Hilltoppers. I can't remember. I, that I can't is, remember yeah. what Western. Okay. Yeah. Um, tell tell us about him, Cam. And uh, <laughs> wait, what is this? I, I always like when Cam's reacting to things online here. <laughs> Somebody has written Aaron playoff appearances. If the playoff was always at twelve teams, <laughs> what are your takeaways? And it and, shows. Yeah, it shows how many of these teams would have made. And it's got a tier. Baylor would have made three, by the way. Nice. Prefacing that. Yeah, that's interesting. You want to go ahead and read it, Matt? <laughs> Matt why is why why does it make you want? <laughs> Cam said his takeaway from this is this makes me want to die. What now? Why why did you have that reaction? Because it said Baylor would have gone to three. Oh, they've okay. been to zero. <laughs> this would have been yeah. great. This would have been awesome. Okay, I thought maybe you wanted to die because they had fallen on hard times. Well, now, that too. That and too. this reminded you of <laughs> that like also great times. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Who are these people that put up this weirdness? Have you ever noticed there's just know. a He's million just... sites out yeah. there at CF Budge, whatever that is. Well, at least this one is factual instead of like some of those who will just be like, if... let's rank whatever. And there's just a bunch okay. of those lists. If is it if the playoff appearances if the twelve team playoff existed since two thousand fourteen yes yeah um, Ohio State would have been to ten of them <laughs> that's pretty amazing <laughs> that's pretty good there's I only think been they ten have the r- record for most consecutive you know being in the top twenty five most cr- consecutive yeah. seasons or if something like, like never that never been outside the top twenty five yeah. practically Alabama with nine. Next, it's Georgia and Clemson. That's, that is extra surprising. That means that there was a year in there Alabama finished outside of the top 12 going into yeah. that last week. That year that Stidham beat them, maybe? That's interesting. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> just, you just wanted to bring up Jerry yeah, that's Stidham. Well, no, I think it might have been that year. I think they were like, it must have only been 10. I always thought I can't that was a great one. Art, Art took Stidham from Kingsbury. Like, Kingsbury was his guy. I always wondered yeah. how that whole thing went down. Stidham was going to be this huge, he was a huge commit for Tech. And, and Baylor flips Jarrett Stidham. And that was a four-star. That was the biggest. I mean, like that, honestly, he was ranked higher than what RG3 was coming yeah. out of Copper's Cove. I mean, Jarrett Stidham was huge. There were two. Our, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to no, step no, on no. That. go ahead. I was just no. going to say, to put that into perspective, there were two major quarterback recruits that year, both from the state of Texas, and it was Kyler Murray and Jarrett Stidham. Like, those were the two guys. And what's funny is, looking back on that, I, I remember this clear as day. There was, like, a, a, a Tech fan site or something like that that was just freaking out that they couldn't believe they lost Stidham because... Uh, the other guy, because now they're going to have to beg their quarterback to not play baseball anymore, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and and this, by the way, at the time, like Tech was not, Tech fans weren't exactly sold on Pat Mahomes yet. 
Uh, he had come in like the middle of that year, 14, and had some good games. In fact, he had a good game against Baylor. Uh, yeah. But it was inconsistent, and they didn't know. And they apparently had some depth problems at quarterback, but they begged him yeah. not to play baseball, and I think it worked out. Eventually. Well, all those guys play, ended up playing in the NFL. They had Davis Webb, yep. who played part of that year and then transferred out to maybe like Cal. Cal played for Spavadol. Yeah. Spav's and first we know, all know Baker Mayfield transfers out, and the rest is history, and those ends up winning a Heisman. And um, Mahomes was great, but did I don't think he really came that close. Was he even a Heisman finalist no. i don't no, think no, he no. was i don't even think I he was first team all conference won, probably, i don't know probably if they ever won more than eight games with him but i just like that tech always i mean it's fine we claim all the greatness of whoever but it, it is funny that he never really they did not like it's unbelievable looking back that they couldn't win more it's with incredible. patrick mahomes it, it will it will never not be funny like, I mean, people have been saying it to Michigan for years. Like, you had the greatest quarterback ever, and you couldn't even, like, you couldn't get that right. You wouldn't even play him. Like, now, think of what Tech did. They did play him. They just couldn't win. And it's, we're not Yo. talking about Western Illinois here. Like, they they couldn't win as Texas Tech. Well, the guy Tom Brady finally had, needed to leave to win the starting job at Michigan is a Mosley buddy, just so we're just so we're clear on that. Greasy? The great Drew Henson. Oh, yeah, no. he didn't need him to leave. Yeah, he needed him to play baseball full-time, yeah. Yes, yeah. he went to the Yankees. I thought you meant, like, waiting on Greasy to no, leave. No, no, yeah. no, no, and, and then the Cowboys brought him in right. for third-round yeah. pick, and he had made, like, $10 million or, you know, whatever. It was a big amount with the Yankees. He was a bonus baby for the Yankees back in the day. The Cowboys brought him in, and... Oh, Drew. I love Drew Hitson is the greatest. But, You're the oh, one yeah. laughing, man. You're like, hey, thinking, be careful. But uh, <laughs> remember when Drew they was him in? Drew was. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got some Drew Hitson stories for you, but um, but yeah. Oh, I've got one that involves Drew Bledsoe, oh, Drew yes. Hitson, and Tony Romo. Yeah. Okay, that combination of quarterbacks. And and I'll tell you, I mean, Romo was by far the third string of that group because they'd actually paid some, uh, given up a draft pick for Henson. Romo was undrafted, and of course Bledsoe was there. Um, yeah, okay, that's bringing back all kinds of memories. The weirdest thing on this, back to this list of the teams that have been made the most, that would have made the most playoff appearances if there was a twelve-team playoff. By the way, the Since people are loving that, my reaction to this. To what? Getting oh, big really? numbers. Uh, <laughs> okay, 23 I'll likes? You, I'll show you big, big numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Aaron, okay. show, him, show him our, our Patterson interview. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, Think of what it would have been if I was there. <laughs> that's right. Through the roof. A, the strength of... We wanted you to be a part of this Jaden Nunn thing today. And we I could did not too, find you. You know, I was out we there being not... a foot soldier at the, at yeah. the press conference. Yeah. With my pals. When are you going to share some of that information with us? My gosh, yeah. we get, we need to tap into whatever you discovered out there. Well, they Maybe asked uh, about. They asked yeah. Eric Kelly from Fox Forty Four. I'll give him the credit. He asked. Uh, he asked Scott, "What do you think the fan reaction is going to be to LJ Cryer? Uh, yeah. Are they going to are they going to be nice <laughs> to him or or what?" And he says, 
All he said was, uh, I think our fans remember LJ and laughed it off. Walked off the podium. So Did he laugh? He laughed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Laughed it off, yeah. I think our fans remember LJ. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect like non answer. I like that. <laughs> Just kind of walked out. I think our See, that's why we send you over there, Cam, to just bring us great moments like that. Was Parker Ream there? Well, if Eric Kelly was there, then no, Parker was not. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to do a process of elimination. (laughs) (laughs) The only one I mentioned is the one who's They can't be in (laughs) the same place. No, no, they can't. What I like about Parker Ream is his he he before he can answer a question, he has to make sure that the coach can see him. And, like, so he'll say – he always starts every question with, I'm back here, coach, back left. He's like – he's Stage like giving, left. Stage left, coach, stage left. He's very he's – very, <laughs> he, he's very commanding to the coach. You will find me back here, and you will look at me when I'm asking you a question. Parker is a – he's not a big guy. But he's very assertive, and I like that about him. I like you that. You kind of have to be when you're not a big guy. But he was not but there today, unfortunately. Are you assertive? No you're, not a, you're not a big guy. Are you, pretty, do you, are you pretty assertive? Well, I'm bigger than you think. You think I'm 150, uh, so I'm a little <laughs> bit bigger. But, uh, no, I'm not because I don't like people. So being assertive would be counterintuitive. <laughs> Just on the whole, I don't like. I was, I was. That's Terry when we go on these uh, these sales trips. How how assertive I am. (laughs) I that I have really calmed down. You know, there's some people that show up at a press conference and are a little bit much, right? Like the ones who don't sit down. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not that person. But I did. There were times in the NBA playoffs back in the day where I'd be covering. The Mavs in San Antonio or something, and I would get very perturbed at, you know, either the person calling on the mic or or I couldn't get my question in or something, and it would lead to me really showing public frustration. And I just feel like, I, I, I you know, sometimes you look back at your life and you're just like, why was I like that? Like, why was I, why did it, I don't, I just can't believe I was that guy. Well, hey, but I know man, some people I, who are older than you who still haven't come to that realization, I don't think, or don't have that, that kind of reflection, Matt. So I appreciate that you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't have any clue who you could be talking about, but yeah. I'll be honest. There are people <laughs> that want to be heard or, or almost think of those things as a performance. And I'm not just talking about one person. I'm even thinking about somebody that, somebody closer to your age. Cam. Okay, it is uh, it is the uh, the Matt Mosley show with Cam Stewart and Aaron Sexton, and it is getting closer to time. This tip off feels like it's like right about to happen. Woo! It's eleven a.m. It's crazy. Hmm. We need to start getting you ready though hours. for Baylor and the Cougars, the number two Houston Cougars. It's all coming up next. 
Glenn Moore, and Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball continues on the road in Palm Springs, California for the Mary Nutter Classic. Games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday against Notre Dame, Oregon, UC Riverside, UCLA, and Missouri. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive through on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hello, your Congressman Pete Sessions here, inviting you to join me to send a message to the liberals in Washington. And that message is the Republican Party is America's best hope. Democrats want to divide America to empower a big federal government to control our lives. They have no respect for the rule of law. They've weaponized the IRS and created a battlefield for woke ideas that pit parents against schools as they take away parental rights. Confusion of men competing against women, men being in women's locker rooms. This has to stop. Meanwhile, Democrats' out-of-control spending is killing the American dream. I need your help to take the fight to the liberals' doorstep. The Republican primary is now open through March the 5th. Let's work together. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. 
Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Mosley. It is Cam Stewart. Aaron Sexton doing his thing. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for what you do. Thank you uh, for being the fine sponsor of this incredible segment as we dig down into college athletics. We were talking to Jaden Nunn earlier about Phi Slamma Jamma. The one guy we, we were talking about some of the different players. Cam, the one I didn't bring up, there was a guy they called Mr. Mean, and his name was Larry Meshaw. And I... I bet Meshaw went to, like, Houston Yates or something. I'm, I'm not certain of that, but it wouldn't have shocked me. Some of those great players did come from Yates or even right there in Houston. I can't, I can't remember where Meshaw came from. But he was – he was, Meshaw was, was just – and he, he never smiled, and he was the enforcer. He was – who was the guy that played forever for the Miami Heat who was more of just kind of – Haslam. Yeah, yeah, he was that. He was that. A little more skilled, maybe, even than Maybe that. on the court yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Udonis Haslam was, I mean, that's great. He was playing for them in the 2006 Five. finals. Yep. And he was with them in the 2011 finals against the Mavs. And then... Isn't that amazing how that worked out? I don't I believe he's really, on the roster for last year's finals. Think about that. And then he then he was like still with them even the last year or two. That's just crazy. Udonis Haslam played for upwards of going on twenty years. I mean, Dirk played for twenty seasons. Yeah, the, Luca. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously Dirk's is more impressive, but you know you. It's not as weird because he was a star and he played. What's weird about Haslam is like the last five years of his career, he like didn't come off the bench like at all. Like it was a complete wash. I'd say Juwan Howard was like that. Yeah, Um, with with Miami, yeah. Yeah, and just as he was finishing, it was just kind of like, well, Juwan's a good guy to have around, good veteran presence. Might have been a better coach then than he is now. He's bad. I mean, anytime you start hiring those guys, the guy at Indiana's bad. He's a former. And, well, and it's one of those things. It's NBA like it just ruins. Like it oh. kind of ruins their legacy. You know, it's. Oh, and it's sad. When, Kingsbury at Tech and you got to get rid of these guys. 
Yeah. Well, Kingsbury landed on his feet. Yeah, right. But but yeah, it's NFL just a sad thing to do for a university. You know, one of these legendary yeah, but, guys. Yeah, except for Stackhouse didn't even play there. Well, they yeah, brought him he, to Vandy. It's right. just like some random. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> most of these guys. That was you. Um. Yeah, Indiana. Oof, they are bad Mike at Woodson, basketball, man. They're horrible. Um, Aaron, what do we have in today's episode of Campus Confidential? We will start with NIL news. A federal judge in Tennessee granted a preliminary injunction today that prohibits the NCAA from punishing any athletes or boosters for negotiating NIL deals during the recruiting process or while they're in the transfer portal. The injunction is not a final <laughs> ruling in the case, but the judge's decisions will likely have an immediate and dramatic impact on how NIL's deals are used in the recruiting process. Basically, with this injunction, if you're not worried about something happening down the line, there are no rules So what you can do. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, the NCAA keeps losing over and over, and they've tried to address and go after people, but, like, th- these these lawsuits that keep getting filed um, and injunctions, I mean, it's allowing oh, – it was already the Wild West. And basically, this is hamstringing – there have been a couple of instances where the NIL has gone after certain schools for overdoing it or doing some, you know, breaking whatever NIO. I, it's hard to even know what any rules are. I think it probably is a healthy thing that it's moving toward where the schools can have more say because as long as it's the boosters or these outside collectives, it's just going to be truly the Wild West. There's no way to monitor it. So where this is finally, where this is heading quickly is the schools – to have a lot more ownership and say on all this. And A&M was already doing it. A&M's already way ahead of everybody. The A&M lawyers or the A&M lawmakers, former A&M people, they're the ones who, like, wrote all the state laws in Texas. So it's not not only has A&M been ahead of the curve on all this, but they're writing the state law. I mean, think about that. It used to be... Cam, back in the day, Ann Richards and Bob Bullock and all these state politicians were Baylor people, and that's how we got yeah. into the Big 12, yeah. all right? And we kind of ran the state in a way. Now, again, we it's not like we were good at football. <laughs> we needed for many help, years, yeah. We were horrible, but we got to at least be in the Big 12. That's something that's been so such a, a, a unique part of Texas culture is how much the, the football, specifically the college football and politics, are intertwined because that was the famous yeah. story of Ann Richards getting them in. Before that, you had Bill Clements, uh, who was doing wonders for that SMU payroll. Uh, so the, the acting the sitting governor of Texas, um, <laughs> helping pay players before that was legal. It was fantastic, man. And now you go to Austin and go, hey, what are you going to do about Texas? Leaving and you know, Governor Abbott's like, I'd nothing, not a dang thing. <laughs> put my hook'em sign up, put the hook'em up. I mean, they wouldn't do these politicians now are so scared and not getting elected or voted or whatever that they're you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna raise a finger. Everybody I mean, I think honestly, Pete set you hear Pete Sessions uh on here sometimes or here recently. 
with these elections coming up. Pete actually tried to jump in there and see about, you know, what could be done. And, um, and Pete, of course, is it, loves Baylor and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. And, uh, and it was just like nothing, you know, the state politicians, the, the, you know, all the folks. Patrick is more worried about, like, you know, what kind of tweet he can put out or what kind of commercial he can <laughs> be on. I mean, he, seriously. And this is not old Mosley's. This is not a Democrat or Republican thing. This is just back in the day, Governor Ann and Bullock and the gang, it was like, hey, this is not happening. They like, dealt with the real issues. Not, yeah. yeah, you're not going out without Baylor. And yeah, now, baby. Now it's like, you know, we, we want to tell everybody how to act, you know, and where they can go to the, okay, whatever. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have? Big 12 scheduled tomorrow, a full slate on the men's side with all teams playing, and it starts with a huge one right here in River City as the number 11 Baylor Bears host number two Houston at Foster Pavilion. That's an 11 a.m. tip, 1030 right here on ESPN Central Texas. CBS, regular CBS, will have the broadcast of the game tomorrow. Spiro Didis, big time. I guess we should have put in for we, – we used to – on, like, Big Monday and stuff, that's when we had Jay Billis and we've had LaFonzo Ellis. We probably should have – but wait, when CBS comes, that's usually Raftery, but last um, – CBS, it's uh, – I and Eagle was doing it, I think, with Raftery when I saw a CBS game last week. I think that was Houston. That's interesting that Houston goes two straight weekends on national CBS – there is still something kind of cool about being on CBS. It's exclusive. I mean, I, one game a week. Yeah. But you're saying Spiro Didis is that's, doing this game? That's what I've heard. Well, heard who will be street. with him? Will it be Raftery or somebody else? I'm just trying to think who else. Probably me. Have. You think it'll be Jim Spinarkle? Do I always great. like when they bring out God, Spinarkle. Spinarkle was like the first good Mavericks player and he then and I use that good loosely because <laughs> nobody wanted to come like back in the day well, Mavericks wasn't that long after right hated well they traded for no Dantley was way out that was like 88 that happened in like, oh, I was thinking like mid 80s sorry. he didn't want to he didn't want to leave the bad boy Pistons and he didn't want to be in Dallas they traded Aguirre for him Aguirre it was trading one extremely disgruntled player for another extremely disgruntled player. <laughs> and it's funny now, Adrian Dantley is a crossing guard somewhere. Like, he's a neat, it's like a real neat story. Like, he's a really? nice guy, nice crop, but he was so surly and so mean, and he hated being here. The Mavericks have uh, such an interesting history. Too. Yeah, well, they, Spinarkle, Jay Vincent, Brad Davis, they had a guy named Abdul Jelani real early, but he, like a lot of those 80s players, major, major drug problems. They're cocaine, Cam, you may have heard, was heard a big of player yep. back then. I think my, that got Michael Ray Richardson and some others. Um, a lot of players were on that. One of the great Man. players from the 80s, separate of cocaine, I might add, just died. I think I saw where um, the Houston Rockets, we lost uh, Robert Reed. Yeah, and he yeah. was spectacular. Mitchell 
Mitchell Wiggins, Robert Reed. I guess Mitchell Wiggins was Andrew Wiggins' dad. I think that's right. Um, and then, of course, on the tail end of that is when later, like, Mad Max, uh, Mac, Bernie Maxwell and some of that crew started to show up. But back in the day, Robert Reed, those great Celtics teams that you grew up hearing about, uh, Bird and all of them, would have gone up against some extremely good Rockets teams coached by Bill Fitch, mm-hmm. who Over at one Celtics. point coached the Celtics. Yeah, Coached them to and, a title in uh, 81. Wow. Yeah. And the but Celtics he, did pretty well against those Rockets. And then Olajuwon gets there. And they. The Twin was, Towers. Was Sampson with yeah. him? Oh, that's crazy yeah. to think. He got ejected from one of the games in the 86 final. Uh, in case you were wondering. Sampson did. Yeah. he. In fact, he yeah. hit the crazy shot that got them to the finals. You remember that? Yeah. Against the Lakers. He, like, throws basically throws it over his head backwards. Yeah. Like, two of the greatest college players ever just did not. They, they, they won early on. They were great NBA players, but it, it, they got hurt. Uh, Samson had an injury, and then Bill Walton obviously had oh, injuries. Yeah. But Speaking he was greatness in the early days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, goodness. he could have been one of the – I mean, he's still a Hall of Famer, but, like, one of the five or six best players ever. Yeah. His passing Aaron, ability. I already, I already had, like, a tendency to wander off. I don't think Cam is helping in this. <laughs> like I say I, this every day. <laughs> and I texted you, I have such a good topic ready to go, but I know it will be a 10-minute thing. So well, we will need to talk about it at some point in the next uh-huh, week. Uh-huh. I just right, need your opinion. Right. Um, Aaron, what do, do you have another, uh, do you have another uh, Campus Confidential item for us? Oh, who else is playing? What are the other? I'm so focused on this Baylor game. Aaron, you were referencing the Big 12 schedule. What else do we have? Yeah, the Baylor-Houston's the early game, followed by two 1 o'clock tips as West Virginia travels to number 6 Iowa State and number 25 BYU heads to Manhattan to take on the Kansas State Wildcats. At 2 o'clock, Cincinnati's at TCU. UCF hosts Texas Tech at 3, also at 3. The last Bedlam basketball game for the foreseeable future between Oklahoma as they travel to Oklahoma State, and then the evening game, number nine, Kansas, at home to take on Texas, a 5 p.m. tip on ESPN for that one. All right, who, who, what's the one other than the Baylor-Houston? Cam, which of those grab you? I think t- UCF is a tough place to play. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think that's almost a pick em. Tech's in a pretty good place right now, so they may go win that one. I don't give Texas any chance. I hate to say it, but, you know, last year's team, I would have given them a total chance in Lawrence. This this year's team is very unimpressive. There's nothing about it that other than to sue. Um, I think BYU will probably lose at K-State, even though K-State's been on a really bad run here and lost, I don't know, five out of six or six straight. This is kind um, of their last stand. I, I mean, they're probably say. already out of the tournament, but yeah, yeah. Them yeah, same with I, Cincinnati. I, I that Cincy at TCU game interests me. I like, I like that Cincinnati team, and I'm really liking that West Miller, that coach. Um, I'm like I I'm I like. Uh, I so think we're all gonna hate him someday. Maybe. 
but Maybe. it will partially be because he's led some good teams. He's going to get on yeah. everyone's nerves because he'll have good teams. Yeah, I just like beat up like TCU watching. good tomorrow, because Baylor's going to get beat up, win or lose, and that's the matchup on Monday. Boy, TCU then gets the turnaround. They get to be stay at home. Yeah. Bears don't have a long trip. Yeah, Bears got to go all the way to Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give them. They've seemed to be kind of interested in eating places lately. I'm going to give them a place to hit up. I believe uh, Kincaid's Hamburgers in Fort Worth, one of my favorites. Um, who wins? Where's that Oklahoma game, Aaron? The Bedlam, did you say? Where is Stillwater. It? it is in Stillwater. Historic Gallagher Iba <laughs> Arena. That'll be and, actually and just they've fun. they've won two straight, I believe. Yeah. Guess that'll be fun because, like, obviously they're not making the tournament. Their coach might still get fired, although the momentum is getting better for him the last couple games. But they'll just that'll be just good old-fashioned, like, their fans are just all in on this, you know, and their I, players that, are all in on this. If they keep him, it would be like keeping Aranda. It's like a total, although he hasn't won as much as Aranda. Right, and he had more of an excuse. Remember, he comes in with the self-imposed bands and everything, and I think that's yeah. what's kept him around. And I think he's not a bad coach. It's not a great situation, and he seems like a really great guy. He but, is awesome. Um it's just I think at he's some like point, incredible character. That used to be a great basketball venue and a place, yeah. and they went the wrong direction with that arena. They put a third deck on it, and now and it's funny they, nobody's nobody's up there. Nobody sits in the third deck. They had a ton of fans on social media who were uh, downplaying the Foster Pavilion and making fun of it because it was you know saying oh what high school plays here i'm like man you guys should have rethought that maybe <laughs> and done a 7500 seat arena and because you look and it's just this gaudy orange up at the top people dressed as empty seats how much does houston's hold Ooh, not not much more than the than the foster you think it's like 8500 yeah, or 9500 yeah i'd say right around there between 8 and 10 it looks kind of neat doesn't it i i like I'm, i would lean Ooh, closer I to 8 7035 Yeah. Wow. Oh, so less good. than the Foster yeah. Pavilion. Yeah. That's a great environment, though. It's perfect though. for them. Yeah. And they defend it well. I'm, I'm t- I mean, I know this has passed. It's two months since the Pavilion opened. But, like, th- this is what more college teams should go with, personally. But, and people are mad mm-hmm. this week because there, there's no tickets available because Houston's in town. I'm like, I, I'll take that trade-off of one or two games a year that's impossible to get to if it means they actually have a home court advantage and it's a place that people actually want to go as fans. I have First. to say, I I am just, you know, I don't miss a game now. And, and I, I have, I mean, I love going. Yeah, I, I, I had moments where I just had family stuff. I still have family stuff, but I kind of let, I would just watch a lot of games, I have to admit, back at the Farrell Center. I would watch it because I, you know, and I would be way into it. Yeah. But I watched a lot of games on TV. And I I don't think I've missed a game at the Foster. Maybe maybe I watched the only game. I think I missed the BYU game for some reason. I think every other home game I've attended and at, that's been at the Foster this year. Here's my prediction, I, Matt, by the way, for tomorrow. Boy. Yeah. I think that is going to be the best environment for Baylor basketball that I have ever been to. I think even, tomorrow's going to be the game. Even though it's at 11 a.m.? Yeah. yeah, I do. You just think 
people are going to be so stoked and excited. Yes, number yeah. two team in the country, LJ Cryer coming back. Yeah, I really do. And honestly, uh, someone asked me this on one of my post-game shows after Iowa State. They asked if that was where that ranks in the top like environments you've been to in Baylor basketball. And the more I get separated from it, I think it might be like the best. That crazy Iowa State game. I mean, every every game has been really good environments. <laughs> like, better than all but like three that I had been to at the Farrell Center. Do, do you all think Cryer is going to be impacted in a negative way or could you see him completely going off tomorrow like i i don't i don't think there's going to be in the middle ground i think he's either going to have a bad game and score eight or nine and not shoot it that well or go for 28 i don't think it's going to be middle ground i think he's going to have a bad I, game I, you and you do you think the crowd will get to him i think so how ba- I think they're going to be kind of mean. I, I and and what's yeah. the what's the chant? Like if well, you're going to do think... an LJ Cryer chant, oh, I bet they'll serenade him with LJ. You know, I mean, Cryer, heaven forbid he. Cryer. I hope he doesn't hit a. I get tired of like the, the air ball thing doesn't do it for me anymore. And I know kids love that, and the crowd loves it. That doesn't. It's whatever to me. Oh, you think they'll do a crier? Now that yeah. would be good. And and BYU fans, crier, that would be fantastic. And the I think they might adopt what the BYU fans did the other night when Loner airballed that three. They just started chanting "Thank you, Caleb," which is great. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a good like playoff hockey thing to do. Chant the sing song the the opposing goalie's crier. name. I think they'll do that with crier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a hockey thing. You're totally right. I love me some hockey. You know I that. love I love what Kelvin said earlier, though, about U of H today, or when I was reading, watching that YouTube thing. He said, we're not a match program. And he meant we don't match NIL deals. Like when a, when a, We don't when a negotiate with terrorists. When a prospect comes back and says, would you match? They go, go have fun. And he said, we're not a match program. Something about that. I just loved it. I'm a big Kelvin guy. I'm a big and, and How can boy, you, not you know. Be? Yeah. Golly, Aaron's going to have to direct and produce that game probably, but he needs to be at this game. Yeah. Goodness gracious. He's got family members showing up. I mean, he needs to be in the arena, the man in the arena. Okay. Um, I've always pictured Aaron that way the man in the, the arena. The man in the arena. We may hear from Tommy B, Tom Barfield, the vo- uh, one of the voices of Baylor baseball. He and Derek do such a great job. We want to get you ready for a series against the Indiana Hoosiers. <laughs> Didn't even know they played baseball basically before this weekend. They're in town. Cam, you're always welcome to stick around, but you're also welcome to just go about your weekend. Okay, it's always up to you. But we Ooh, have appreciated, tempting. we've appreciated um, your. Uh, you know, kind of your contribution here. Well, thank you, Matt. You know, I really appreciate it. We will save the Carly Simon topic for next week. <laughs> we'll sneak peek. I saw you texting about something. I that is something. That was just I think in case can. you needed it. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. You're always there for me, uh, Cam Stewart. Have a great one. We'll we'll see you at uh, Foster tomorrow, oh, and uh, have a tremendous weekend. We'll see you then, Matt. I cannot wait. I got to get your pulse before the game.
It'll be it'll be quickened. It'll be a quickening pulse. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Cam Stewart, part of the Matt Mosley show every day, three to five, sometimes even goes into the five o'clock hour, and he heads off into the weekend to spend some time playing trivia, whatever it is he does on the weekends. Um, Matt Mosley's show continues. We get you ready for a big baseball series next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Buying new roads. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. The Loop 340 Overhead Door Family welcomes back Dale Strickland. Dale has 50 years' experience. They offer residential and commercial garage door sales and service, including new installations with convenient 24-hour service, locally owned and operated for over 25 years. Please call today for all your garage door needs. Loop 340 Overhead Door, 254-662-0220. 817 South Loop 340, Waco, a mile from the Brazos River. 
At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and what a show it's been today. We'll let you hear uh, some of Jaden Nunn. Baylor, he's been on a heater lately, been playing great for the Bears. They need him tomorrow morning. I can't, I mean, this is like Christmas morning or something, or Christmas Eve right now, Aaron. This is, the Cougs are coming in, they're hot, they're playing well, they're big-time defenders. They're going to, I mean, it's a, this is, I, I, I don't know what this is going to look like. Will it look like the Iowa State wrestling match they had the other night? Just throwing kind of, you know, or, or will the refs step in right away? And will there be kind of freedom of movement? Will they try to call some fouls early, establish what it's going to be like? Will there be some buckets in transition? Will the Bears, I mean, Aaron, I thought that, I thought what Jaden told us about the um, rebounding drills was really interesting. I mean, it, it was said they didn't even basically use a ball for all, all yesterday's practice. They rolled it out there, and apparently our buddy John Jacobs was in no mood. He was on a he was in a he was he was in rare form. I've seen him like that occasionally. I got to kind of peek at a practice one time and before the Big 12 tournament. Uh, occasionally, the coaches the coaches like to kind of let me peek in there. The other people do not like me to 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 look in there and, and see. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but it, it's it's amazing when they have. I mean, it was like what did Jaden tell us? It was kind of like. Man, I wish people could have seen. Wish people, I wish the fans could have seen what that was like, what the practice was like. I he, he said it was like football, and um, and in fact, Caleb Loner, I got the biggest kick out of hearing him talk about Caleb Loner. Who would be the best football player on the team, Aaron? What would you have thought? Does Loner make sense to you? Or would you have gone – see, I probably would have gone Langston, extremely tough, 
uh, built like a truck, great size at, golly, what's Langston? 6'4", 6'5". I mean, Langston's, I mean, I, I think I would have gone with Langston, like the best football player, and he went with Caleb, saying that he's got explosion, can jump, you know, can kind of do it all. Um, and and that's so we'll hear a little bit more. Let you hear from Jaden Nunn um, because I think I think our five o'clock audience as they're driving home will want to hear this. He was really funny. He was good. He, he's just I've, I mean, what a joy these guys have been. These portal guys. Ray J uh, has been incredible coming in from Toledo. Jaden comes in from VCU. A lot of people across the country wanted both of them. And yet, they don't strike me as, Aaron, like huge, oh, man, we were going to go wherever the NIO money was big. Not that Baylor can't come up with some, but it just doesn't, I don't know. Every time I've talked to none or every time we've heard from Ray J, it, it doesn't really seem to be about that. Um, and, and, and so these two teams um, have done it in interesting ways. Um Kelvin Sampson is a he described it as the Houston as a develop a, a high school development program. And what he means is get some from high school and then and then get some going. I saw a quote the other day he said about Jamal Shedd and and he said when Jamal Shedd first showed up there, he basically said he was just kind of a um he was a handful. He was I, I can't remember if he said he had attitude, whatever he whatever he showed up. He said it was not what he needed him to be. And he's become what Kelvin would call the best point guard in the country. Aaron, how cool is that matchup going to be? Ray J, who's got incredible post moves, incredible passer, the leading assist man in the league, versus Shed, who can shoot it, get in the paint, can do it all, a junkyard dog, defender. I mean, there's some greatness when it talks about Jamal's shed. I think uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know who they have. They'll run some different people at Misi. They, they, they do have plenty of size. Their size, like Jaquan Roberts or uh, Aaron, how do we say his name? Jawan? Jawan Roberts? Anyway, he's, he's broad big but he's not as tall as Misi. I think Misi might be able to 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 get some things done down low. I think Ojanwana needs to have a good game. What Ojanwana does that's so great is that he can switch off and play at a lot of different positions. Um or defend a lot of different situations. Misi got caught up in some some just for some reason, they could not figure out how to guard the ball screen the other night. And that's how uh, Ali um, Khalifa just kept getting so wide open. Aaron, I don't think that guy's that – I mean, he is good, and he's a good passer, but he averages six points a game. And he's not as good as he looked like the other night, but they just kept leaving him open. And he kept knocking shots down. And at some point, you have to adjust. Now, there's nobody for Houston. None of those bigs are going to be out there. Now, what Roberts will do is he will take you down low. And he's got some pretty nice moves. 
can play with his with his back to the basket. But what what will be interesting is Houston has about three guys they can bring off the bench. One of them's a big, tall jumper, shot blocker, great energy guy. Aaron, what's that guy's name? Tink, Tingler or something like that. And there's a guy that Kelvin always talks about named JoJo. And then they have a guy named um, Malik, Malik, and Wilson, I believe is his name. He used to be with Louisiana. He's transferred around a little bit. Then he went out to Texas Tech, did not do well at Texas Tech. He started to come around lately. He can, he, he's, he's not a great three-point shooter. He will shoot the three. Their biggest X factor is a guy named Sharp. His last name is Sharp. He's their third leading scorer. He's got great size, but they only they they really just have the two guards. They don't. It's like he's more of a slasher, um, you know, wing type player. Sharp. Um, I I just think uh, if anybody, you know, I feel bad saying, "Oh, Baylor matches up." I Me, mean, no team looks forward to playing Houston. That said, I really think Baylor's going to be okay against them. They, if long as they'll play defense, stay in front of their man. I mean, they, I don't think they'll play a ton of zone because Cryer and Shed can shoot you out of a zone. But I think they could use it as a changeup. the The changeup killed Oklahoma. Oklahoma saw the zone and freaked out. I don't think Houston will do it. But I think it can be used as a changeup against BYU. They didn't want to do it because BYU has so many shooters and they shoot a million threes. And they, it's not like they even shot that great of a percentage, but but they hit, they shot thirty six of them and they made they made uh, probably ten nine more threes than Baylor. I mean, you make nine more threes, it's going to give you. And Baylor even got to the line against them. 15 of 20 from the line. Aaron, did you see how many free throws BYU shot in that game? I think they went two for two or something crazy like that, or two for three. Like, even at home, where we always think, oh, they're going to get to go to the line more. Oh, that team shot more free throws because they're at home. They did not get to the line because they're too busy shooting threes. They did get – I did I – did, I saw them get up maybe a couple of N ones. Boy – your communication's going to have to be so much better. And uh, and you're going to have to talk, and you're going to have to defend. What a day it's going to be. And Jaden Nunn, I want to let our 5 o'clock audience hear from him. Uh, tremendous guard for the Bears. Transfer from VCU. He joins us next. Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. It's a top 25 matchup in Big 12 women's basketball Saturday as Baylor visits West Virginia. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a -a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. 
Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Did you know that a male... Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size 